0: Hello, welcome to the Negative Positives Podcast, episode number 101, or should I say 101? How am I going to do this? Am I going to say 101, or I think I'll just go with 101. Anyhow, I am your host, Mike Gutterman, coming to you from the Gutterman Cave on a Thursday morning. And uh, yeah, the uh, Gutterman Cave is still standing after the marathon podcast sessions this weekend. Uh, with Mr andre Dominguez in town, and uh we have <clears throat> cleaned up all the alcohol spills and uh fixed the uh cracks in the foundation and all that stuff so it's it's ready to go and ready to ready for some solitary podcasting again a little uh a little more sober maybe and a a little a little more uh i don't know coherent possibly but uh I hope you enjoyed the marathon weekend of podcast, and especially the 100th episode. It was a real blast. I think I've gotten all the emails out to people uh, that needed to send prizes to other listeners. Uh, If I haven't, for somebody I've forgotten, please email me, but I think I got all that taken care of. All the prizes that I'm giving away are packaged and ready to ship, but uh, it'll probably be the weekend before I make it to the post office, or maybe even Monday, because... On work days, uh, I'm lucky to have enough time to uh, sleep, go to work and uh, maybe squeeze in a podcast here here there but uh, so yeah, um, you know give me some time it's they're packaged and ready to ship out, but it uh, might be uh, this weekend or maybe Monday at the latest. I'll get those out in the in the mail. Also got uh, Hannah O'Brien and uh, the UK. I was able to get her f- some film through uh, AG Photo- Photographic there in the UK. And they are sending her film prize to her. And um, let's see, what else here? Oh yeah, in the theme of everybody being a winner, <laughs> in a sense, I became a winner too. Because uh, Kevin Dillon won David Wolanski's Hoga. And, of course, I mentioned on the uh, contest episode that I would love to keep that Hoga. (laughs) Well, it turns out it looks like I do get to keep it because uh, Kevin Dillon apparently already has his bases covered in the plastic fantastic camera range. So he said, hey, Mike, if you want to keep that Hoga, if you want to send me some of your film, uh, we'll call it even. So, uh I just sent him, uh, some black and white film, uh, to just some several different rows of black and white film to, uh, make him a happy camper. And then I emailed David Wolanski to see if he was cool with that. And, um, uh, I get to keep the Hoga and I sent Kevin Dillon some of, uh, some of my own black and white film out of my, out of the Gutterman film freezer. So I have a, a second Hoga now, so uh, I'm super excited about that, and uh, so even I even I won, and I'm not supposed to be a winner, I'm supposed to be a giver, but uh, so yeah, it was uh, uh, kind of interesting the way that all went down, but uh, uh, let's see here, so yeah, uh, when Andre was in town, you know, it's funny, it made me, uh, it's the first time I've done a, a kind of some marathon shooting of photography in a while, uh, most of this winter, I haven't just really had the... I don't know, I guess the motivation to get out and shoot a whole lot other than little things here and there, but certainly not uh, the kind of burning through film like uh, we did this weekend uh, when we went out walking the city streets of Louisville, Kentucky. And uh, you know, it's funny, I kind of got, I, it, I kinda got some, exp- uh, some thoughts about the whole shooting experience uh, when going out uh, for a full day, two days in a row of shooting. Um, I've realized the importance. Uh, I usually always had at least two, maybe three cameras on me, but there was times I was caught with like three cameras, all with black and white film in, in them. And uh, you know, I, I tend to prefer black and white photography, but we kept running into all these colorful things. And I'm like, oh, why don't I have color in one of these cameras? And of course I I took, I took the photo in black and white anyway, but I'm like, ah, just it seemed like never felt whatever I had loaded in my camera I needed the other thing (laughs) so I'm gonna have to make a point in the future when I go out to have uh, one at least one camera uh, with color I I tend to want to go out with two cameras at least every time one color one black and white but just I guess I just kind of just kind of forgot when I was reloading cameras uh, on the fly and just just throwing a roll of film in them, wasn't thinking about it too much, and ended up uh, you know catching myself with three cameras all with black and white in it, and then we'd walk onto this poppy color thing, and I'm like, ah, oh, well, crap. But um, so yeah, just a little thing I'm gonna have to keep in mind in the future that I kind of maybe got out of the habit of. Um, another thing was on Monday. I brought out my Hoga for the first time in quite a while and it's actually been a long it's probably been a long time since I shot my Hoga and uh, I kind of forgot how much fun they are you know after kind of like being real technical with some of the cameras I was using uh, especially like uh, especially when I was using Andre's uh, Leica which was a Uh, kind of a fun first experience of using a Leica for the first time but uh, you know using that I really had to think about you know it was all manual camera and uh, we had a little hot shoe uh, meter uh, Voigtlander like hot shoe meter on top of it Uh, but still I had to kind of think a little more and and then even when I went to some of my Pentaxes I was really thinking about you know aperture and shutter speed and all those combinations and uh, by the time Monday came around I did Uh, go out with one of my Pentax SLRs but I was also shooting my uh, Holga and my uh, Kodak Brownie Hawkeye with the flipped lens and uh, it was really a lot of fun to shoot those two cameras where I didn't have to think about anything other than the photo and uh, you know it's kind of an it's a good refreshing change of pace every once in a while right to pull out one of those uh, no frills kind of point and shoot just press the shutter and hope for the best kind of cameras Uh, had a lot of fun doing that after a full day and a half I'd say of uh really thinking about aperture and shutter speed and and focus (laughs) because let's face it we don't even really think about focus on on a hoga (laughs) but uh uh, one thing I did run into with the hoga was uh for the first time I've never had this before uh when I got the road uh, finished and I would rewound it and then I opened the back to pull the roll out I had what's called a fat roll and uh, I don't know if you've ever had this problem with hogas, if you've shot hogas before, but it's when it doesn't wind the 120 uh, film reel very tightly and it's real fat. And uh, so what will happen is you'll get light leaks uh, on the tops and bottoms of the film because it's not the film's not wound tight on the reel and it's uh you know it's so it can be exposed around the edges where it's kind of you know um, protruding out from the plastic reel of the 120 spool Um, and the reason the reason that happened i've never had that before and i've shot tons of rolls to that hoga camera but because i haven't used that hoga in a while i forgot that i used to do this and um i just didn't think about it just totally forgot about it but i used to always stuff like a cardboard flap from the uh, from the film box underneath the spool, uh, of the one of the, uh, of the film. And, uh, that would kind of tighten it, uh, kind of tighten the spool a little bit, make it where when you, you know, when you advance the film, it would pull a little uh, tighter and keep that row tighter. So I'd never had fat rows in the past. And that's because I used to always do that. Well, because I hadn't used that Hoga in a long time, well, got myself a fat roll And, um, and I'm not talking about the uh, my beer belly. I'm talking about the film. So, <laughs> but uh, so yeah, uh, I'm gonna have to remember that. So actually, what I think I'm gonna do, I think I'm gonna do a more permanent uh, sort of thing. I think I'm gonna put some film, not film, uh, some foam in the bottom of my Hoga uh, below where the reel is so that I won't have to remember to put a cardboard flap under there. Something a little more permanent I think. But if you use a Hoga or any camera like that, I know the Diana uh, is pretty bad about it too. Um, Yeah, to avoid that fat row syndrome um, you can uh, do something like that to kind of get that row to pull tighter, stay stay more tight. um, Which is what my goal is for my belly this spring once... uh, (laughs) Once it warms up, going to have to do a little exercise and get this thing tight again because, you know, it's getting to that time of time of year where I'm going to be out mowing the grass or something, and it's going to be hot, and uh, this shirt ain't coming off in the state I'm in right now, <laughs> but, uh, all right, uh, I'm going to take a little break here and um, add more to my fat roll here, and then um, uh, with this uh, freshly opened beer, uh, I'm kind of excited because... Uh, One of my favorite beers that I used to always drink when I went down on vacation in Florida is Yingling beer. It's uh, from, they're like America's Otis Brewery, and I've always liked that beer. And it's never been sold in the state of Kentucky, and this week it has landed. They finally are selling in Kentucky, and so I stopped at the gas station before I got home and bought my first uh, 12 pack of Yingling here in my own home state. So. You know, I wonder if it's gonna lose its luster now, because it used to be like a special thing for me every time I went out of town to another state that sowed it. But now it's in my home state. I wonder if I'll like, if it won't seem like it tastes as good or something. But uh, I don't know. <laughs> right now, it's tasting pretty damn good though. So, <laughs> all right, I'll be back in just a second here. Oh, and another update on the 100th episode prize situation. <clears throat> Dustin Cogsdale, his mystery package has arrived in my hometown it actually is at my local ups store which i have to go pick up and then i have to package that up and send it on its way to mr jim melcher who won dustin's package and uh uh so yeah uh dustin i'm probably gonna pick up your i'm probably gonna grab a hold of your package <laughs> uh probably this weekend or monday at the latest and get it uh sent on to mr jim melcher uh i think everyone is wanting to take a look at dustin's package and see what <laughs> uh, i'm sorry it's a joke that just keeps giving right i mean you know i mean if i can't do middle school jokes middle school age jokes on this uh program what what do i got here you know uh it's either middle skate middle school age jokes or uh or dad jokes you take your pick uh, that's the only thing i can do but uh <laughs> but uh <clears throat> yeah that's that's happening I will be sending that on to Mr. Jim Melcher very soon. Uh, also, uh, oh yeah, uh, the London Camera Project on Instagram. Uh, if you're not following that account, it's pretty—it's a pretty cool account account to follow. It's the London Camera Project. They put up a post, I believe it was yesterday, um, uh, kind of uh, giving me some love for my appearance on the Sunny 16 podcast. And I really really appreciate it. It was really awesome to see and uh, uh really flattering uh, they actually called it one of the best episodes in ages so thank you to the london camera project and if you uh, uh you know if you you should check them out on Instagram it's a, it's a cool account to follow uh, but yes big thanks to them kind of made my day yesterday so uh, as if I not was on a if I wasn't on a high from the marathon podcast sessions and having Andre in town, and then I got that, and it's just been a, it's been, been a very, uh, very fun week. But uh, also on the negative positives film photography podcast Facebook group, I put up a question to the listeners or the people on the group about this Sunday's episode. Uh, this coming Sunday, Andre and I want to talk about. The photo that got away, and what I mean by that is, okay, uh, everyone has maybe a photo that they missed, one that they should have taken or didn't have a camera on them or something malfunctioned, and it still bugs them to this day. And so I asked for stories of that particular moment that you still think about to this day you wish you hadn't missed that shot, that where you missed the decisive moment or you just didn't have a camera and you saw something and you're like, ah, I wish I could have taken that. So that's what we want to talk about this Sunday and uh, put it out on the uh, the Facebook group. I already have uh, several emails about it, some really good stories. So we're going to do that this Sunday. Uh, I'm going to probably use that Facebook group quite a bit like that to kind of throw out a question and uh, about an upcoming episode and let people uh, send in their thoughts. So if you're not on the Facebook group, uh, please join it and we can uh, uh, get your stories involved in this podcast. So uh, yeah, so yeah, Uh, and since if you're not on the Facebook group, uh, this is your call to action. If you uh, have a story of a missed photo that still nags at you and bugs you to this day, uh, send me an email, and uh, we'll read it on this uh, this coming Sunday's episode. So, uh, yeah, just uh, something to look forward to. I think it's going to be a kind of a kind of a fun podcast. So, all right, I think that's the end of this episode of the Negative Positives podcast. You can see my photography on Instagram at Gutterman Photo, on Facebook at Mike Gutterman Photography. You can email this program at. Uh, guttermanphoto at gmail.com please join the Facebook group that is the Negative Positives Film Photography Podcast Facebook group and that's it so okay everyone stay positive take some cool film photos and I'll see you uh, you know pretty soon probably alright thanks very much